Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're listening to a podcast from The Pool. Hi, I'm Viv Groskop, your pool agony aunt, and this is Waving Not Drowning, where I'll discuss how to combat your problems and solve your emotional issues. This week, we're talking about arranged marriage, miscarriage, and sexual discrimination at work. Our first question. Dear Viv, I'm in my late 30s and haven't had a relationship in years not through choice. My parents keep suggesting setting me up with someone, but when I was younger, I really fought against them arranging anything for me. Now that I'm older, should I just resign myself to it and see who they find? Oh, heavens, this is an arranged marriage question, isn't it? And I know nothing about arranged marriages. So I will work from the point of view of a clueless but sympathetic friend, which is um, lovely, lovely, not through choice singleton Um, I feel your pain here. Listeners should know that you wrote the words not through choice uh, in the shouty caps lock. Uh, So there's a real creed occur going on here. You would obviously love to be in a relationship and you've tried hard to make that happen yourself. Even without the intervention of the parents and them being involved at all, this is a really tough situation. And I hope it makes you feel a bit better when I say that you're going through something that many, many people are going through, which is not being able to find the right person. Um, I know that probably doesn't make you feel better, by the way, but just know that lots of people are struggling with that and it makes them miserable too. So you're not alone. Your question is this then, I'm struggling to find the right person and it's making me miserable. What if my parents can help? Hmm. If we take away all the baggage around arranged marriage, and that is a hell of a lot of baggage, then In an abstract sense, I actually think this is a pretty good idea. If we were to analyse this problem like some kind of weird management consultant who's interested in matters of the heart, like some kind of Yentl person, isn't that what Yentl was? Anyway, then we would have to come to the conclusion that when you have a problem, it makes sense to appeal to as many people as possible for help, um, even if some of the people you appeal to seem like unlikely options. So yes, why not ask your parents to help? Also, ask your workmates, your friends, your relatives, people at your gym, the search engine on Guardian Soulmates or Plenty More Fish or whatever dating website people are into at the moment. If you're really serious about meeting someone and you have plenty of time to waste and you're not going to get depressed about meeting a lot of unsuitable candidates, then yes, get out there and start kissing some frogs or at least meeting them for a non-committal cappuccino in a very public place. 
doesn't matter how you find those people. You could find them through your parents or through your friends. But I think that this isn't really what you're asking me. I think you're asking me if you were wrong to discount arranged marriage and try to do things on your own. In a way, I think maybe you think that your parents have won, in inverted commas. You didn't find someone. Your way didn't work. Your parents think that they can still find someone. And I imagine they can. All that doesn't really matter. What matters is how all this sits with you in your heart. And only you can know that. Is there any way that you can sit down with your parents and have a very frank talk Presumably, and I am guessing here, so forgive me if I've got this wrong, but presumably your parents have an arranged marriage. Are there questions about that that you've never asked? You need to get more information about what would happen in this process and what things would be like before you make any decision. Is there any way that they could suggest some options for you and you could still feel free to reject them? It's entirely possible that they could find someone for you, I think, but this person could also be horrified by the whole idea and then you can both have a laugh about it and he might not be the right person but then he might have a friend or a friend of a friend to be honest though I don't know exactly how these things work myself and I don't know that if you say to your parents a little bit yes you will suddenly find yourself in a room with someone with loads of expectations where you feel that you then can't say no From what little I do understand of this process, though, I know it doesn't work quite like this and it's much more softly, softly, and you do have a chance to say no at various stages. So I'm wondering, why are you scared to open up that process? Trust your instincts here. If that process is not for you, it's not for you. But if you feel open-minded and you trust your parents, maybe this is a good time to try. Only you can know. If anyone is listening to this, by the way, and thinking, Viv, this is terrible. Why are you advocating arranged marriage? I am not advocating or discounting anything. The only thing I advocate is people knowing their own minds and talking about things and asking a lot of questions of other people who have done the same thing and then doing what feels right for their life. This is, of course, much more difficult than it sounds. Finally, to the writer of this letter, I just want to say this. Keep your sense of humour and keep your caps lock intact and your anger because if this quest is going to work you're going to need your instincts you're going to need to know how you feel to work out what you really want our next letter this week dear viv i got pregnant by accident after a one-night stand and miscarried after a few weeks since then i've been yearning for a baby even though i never did before and I'm not in a great position to take care of a child. How should I deal with these feelings? Oh, this is a very sad letter. I'm so sorry to hear about this, and I'm so sorry that you lost your baby. I'm sorry that you're feeling so lost and confused, and I'm sorry that there's such a lot going on here, wrapped up in this very small and almost apologetic question, how should I deal with these feelings? The easy answer to this question how should you deal with these feelings? Talk to anyone you trust, talk to friends, talk to family. But I feel as if you have an awful lot on your mind here. And um, I know how that feels. Miscarriages stir up emotional trouble like nothing else. I don't want to be the sort of person who says, oh, I know because I've had one. 
But I do know because I've had a miscarriage. Um, I have three children and between the second and third child, I had a miscarriage at 12 weeks. I had what's called a missed miscarriage because there were no symptoms. I only found out at the scan. Um, I've had a lot of ups and downs in my life, as have we all, and I've faced a lot of things, but nothing ever hit me as hard as when I had a miscarriage. So I just want to talk about that for a second because it is something that hardly anyone talks about very much at all, miscarriage. Why is it so emotionally painful? I think it's partly because of the not talking about it and the awkwardness. People don't know what to say. You don't know what to say. It's one of the strangest kind of losses in life because it's the loss of a person that no one knew. It's the loss of the possibility of a person. And that is a very strange thing for us to get our heads around. I think it's a very powerful and frightening loss because it represents something as well as the loss of a person, of a baby. It represents the loss of hope. And that is pretty devastating. So when you have a miscarriage, you have something taken away from you in the present, but you also have something taken away from you in the future. So not only do you have to cope with the loss of a baby, but you also have to cope with the loss of all the things you had imagined would happen to your life in a few months' time when your baby would be born. You have to completely readjust your brain at a time when only recently you'd been adjusting your brain to the fact that you were going to have a baby, and now you're not. I remember my brain almost shutting down because I couldn't process all this information. It feels like this is happening to you too, and your brain's shutting down, your heart's taking over, let it. So that said, this is this is scary stuff, basically. And there's a really good argument here for saying this has got to be dealt with by a therapist. You do not give much detail in your letter, but it's already quite confused, the thinking here. Uh, you say you got pregnant by accident, and yet you decided to keep the baby, even though you say you thought you didn't want children and you're not in a position to take care of a child. There is some level of denial going on here that needs unpicking um, and I would suggest it should be unpicked by a professional um, first to cope with the feelings of grief and hurt that you're experiencing now and second to work out how you do feel about these important things like having a family because if you do really want to have a child that can and will happen in your life I'm sure but you need to know that that's what you really want Put very simply, you've been through two things, an accident, swiftly followed by a loss. And both of these things have brought up feelings and desires and ideas that you didn't know that you had. This is completely normal. It's also completely overwhelming. So I will recommend the place I usually recommend, which is welldoing.org, for their list of therapists. Meanwhile, be kind to yourself. Don't expect all the answers immediately and don't be afraid to cry a lot. Crying makes things go away quicker. Not that you should be trying to hurry this. Remember that your grief and confusion are entirely normal. All you have to do is bear them for a while. I know that's easier said than done. Our last question this week. Dear Viv, a restructure at work means that I'm now working beneath a man who joined the company at the same time as me on the same level. I always saw us as pretty equally matched. So if it's a gender thing, I'll take it to someone higher up. How can I be sure? Ah, stressful work situation. Nightmare rival man. Hierarchy 101. I hate this kind of thing. 
by which I don't mean I hate your question. I love all questions and this is a perfectly reasonable one and something many, many people who have ever had a job uh, will be familiar with. Now, what I hate is how workplaces pitch people against each other and don't give them any support in dealing with this kind of thing. For me, this is really a question about coping with disappointment. But for you, I can tell this is a question about sexual discrimination. And I will take that at face value to start off with. I'm worried, though, about you throwing in casually, if this is about gender, then I'll take it to someone higher up. Um, But then you give no more information about your suspicions. If this really was a clear case of sexual discrimination, i.e. they've given the job to him because he's a man, I would really hesitate to advise you to take this up or even mention it to anyone else at work, even off the record. There are often clear cases of sexual discrimination at work where someone has been disadvantaged because of their gender. These things deserve recognition and thank God we have a legal system to deal with it. That said, though, you are writing to me on a personal level and you're asking my advice without giving any details, really, about what we might call, in inverted commas, your case. And I can't tell at all whether you have a case or not. If you are really serious about this, and by the way, I don't think that you are, and we'll get onto that in a minute, then please don't talk to anyone at work about it. Talk to an employment lawyer. They are the ones who'll tell you if you have a case or not. Uh, Bear in mind that they may want you to think that you have a case because then they can have a job out of it. Uh, You can do this go to an employment lawyer and you are welcome to and for your own peace of mind possibly you should do if you genuinely think that there is sexual discrimination in your workplace and it could affect other women in the future even maybe this is a whistleblower situation from your letter I can't tell so that is the end of the face value bit but let's look behind that and let me tell you what I think this is really about I think this guy has been promoted above you possibly when he didn't deserve it Uh, actually didn't deserve it or just didn't deserve it by your estimation, possibly because he's a man. It kind of doesn't really matter why. The point is, he has been promoted over you and he has made you feel uncomfortable and overlooked. There are lots of ways you can respond to this without resorting to reporting him or turning this into a legal matter. For example, can you use this to galvanise yourself into looking for another job? Maybe this is not the firm for you. Can you use this situation to analyse why you're being overlooked at work and what you can do to make your work shine? Maybe you let other people take credit for your work. The point is you can never be sure why something has happened to someone else. You can never be certain of the motives behind a work appointment. But you can know what you want and work hard to change it. So if you want my advice that is a good place to put your energy and it has a guaranteed reward. The other course of action really puts things outside of your control. And I think in this situation, you need to take back control. That's all for today. If you have a problem you'd like to submit, please send your email to dearviv at thepoolltd.com or tweet us at thepooluk. Thanks for listening. Join us again soon and sign into thepool.com where you can get these podcasts automatically saved to your scrapbook every single week. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.